In a closed society where everybody's guilty, the only crime is getting caught. In a world of thieves, the only final sin is stupidity. Hunter S. Thompson. This episode of The World of Vala is brought to you in part by Arcana Vault Dice, Entertainment Sue's main dice provider. Arcana Vault is a new online dice shop that boosts the community of tabletop gamers, collectors, hobbyists, and storytellers. World of Vala listeners have an amazing offer. You can get 10% off your order at arcanavault.com if you use the code ESTEW. E-S-T-E-W. Last time on the World of Vala. Ezra Caligo was in the room where it happened. Alongside their cousin, they came up with a compromise that left both of them satisfied. Ezra received information on Rokander's current dealings and plans while gaining a powerful ally in Bishop, and Bishop gained Godhood as a member of Ezra's pantheon, the new God of Ghouls. Episode 105, Fear and Loathing. In Alexandria. Adeshina. Yeah. It has been some days since you traveled to the former realm of the dragons. Alongside your two students, Rita and Nico. Your formerly missing teammate, Santos Fiore, and Luna and David. You've been traveling on land and by sea back to Alexandria, the current location of the Arcana. The Druid Academy that you, Ambrose, and Avery have been busy on, that busy working on these last five years. On your boat, you see Alexandria in the distance. But since you know there's a, a bit more time left before you get there, would you like to observe your current party? Yes. Okay, roll a perception roll. Roll. I got a six. You got a six. I got a six. Okay. For the moment, you only see... Rita. Oh. What's she doing? Rita is currently etching runes into the surface of the deck of the ship. Alright. Well, I'm, I'm not even gonna... I'm, I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm just gonna go over there and kind of... Hover... <laughs> Can I read the runes she's etching? Yeah, of course. You walk up. Um, she's still working as if she hasn't like acknowledged you. Um, but you see her working quick, etching the runes into the surface. Now roll a rune check. Alright, rune. I got a 13. Okay, sweet. Um, you know it's a simple tier 3 rune, and it seems to be upping the strength of the boat itself. How far away from Rokander are we? Um, you're about four days from Rokander. Oh. She, Adesha looked like, glances at it, and is just like, do you have any good concerns, or are you just practicing um, not even looking up from the rune etching. Um, well, Master, you, you don't... Every time, every time since I've known you, um, once we let our guards down, something bad always happens. 
So I've just been preparing for the inevitable. Edeshina nods. It's just like, no, no. Uh, she doesn't say this, but the emotion is, no, no, you're right. I get it. Um, carry on. Uh, Master, you know me. I, I don't necessarily like asking questions. But are we... And she's still etching runes into the servers. Are we going to discuss uh, the fact that we found your... That we found Santos alive and the fact that Erebus, 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 whatever his name Erebus, was, yeah. is nowhere to be found? Because isn't that the guy that cut open the sky? Shouldn't we, like, be concerned about where that guy is? Rita, I'm always concerned. <laughs> um, Adeshina looks at her and is just like, nods, but she also kind of shrugs. We found what we found. We're going to work with the information we have right now. Trust me. The man who brought about the apocalypse of our world is uh, not forgotten. Okay, next question. Are we going to, like, ignore the fact that we're traveling with an unknown power with us? Um... I wouldn't say ignore. I would say let's be wary. But at the same time, we're not going to jump to conclusions and make enemies out of allies. I, like, thanks to, thanks to being around you, I feel like I've in interacted with a lot of gods and, like, higher deities and, like, people that are, like, above my weight class. Um... But I've never felt anything so foreign. And Adeshina kind of like glances over her shoulder to see if Luna and her son are anywhere around, and she nods. It's like when you when you take that look, roll of perception. Let's try this again. Proceed. Okay. Add another six. Do I get to see one more person? <laughs> yes, you get to see one more person. <laughs> yeah. You see Nico. You don't see any sign of Santos, Damien, or Luna, but you see Nico, like, looking at a letter. And she looks over at Rita. And she's like kind of like also looking at the room that she's doing, just like double checking it while she's doing it. Um, Rita, trust me, all of this is beyond unexpected. I don't trust that it was this easy to find Santos. I, I, don't trust unknown variables when they're interwoven with such dangerous unknowns, but we're going to have to be cautious while we feel this out, and 
we're probably not going to have a real debrief until we find out more real information. And if we do debrief, it's probably not going to be in the confines of a boat where everyone is all together. That's true. That's true. Do you have any more concerns? So, you saying that, I feel like you wouldn't be happy with what I also was doing in these rooms. Is there a way I can check before she says it? Um. What is she doing? Yeah, roll, roll on the rooting. Fourteen. Um. <laughs> I just having bad rolls. I know it's trash. So. <laughs> so fourteen. Fourteen's enough for you to kind of get the feeling that as the way that these runes are being written. They're all like collapsing on top of each other, which means that they're creating one big chain of runes. And then as you take a step back a little bit, you see that the runes are curving, like they're a part of a bigger room. Okay, we're just gonna keep our eye out for that. Um, <clears throat> Rita, what are you preparing? Uh, so, it, I, it's, yes, these runes are protecting the ship. Like, um, the strength of the ship is bar none. It's probably going to be the strongest ship than any fleet. I've layered a ton of, um, what I've been calling steadfast runes to them, where it increases the strength of the ship by essentially one point for each rune. Right. For meta, for in the meta, wise hi. This is me, Derek the DM. For the meta, it's adding each individual rune adds one extra AC to this boat. Oh yeah, and it's a huge boat, so it can take a lot. Of yeah. So her just daisy chaining these is like doodling, but strengthening doodling. Mm -hmm. This rune is gonna take a lot of magic to cast. So I have all my spirits on the standby to cast this room. But they're all feeding. They're all feeding together into one containment room. And the base is the ship. And within the containment room, nothing can get in, nothing can get out, but nothing can also destroy the ship. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to such risks. Alright. Um... Carry on, but be careful. Of, of course, this is just a contingency plan. And Lord knows, gods know we need a ton of those. Lord of storms. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm gonna do another perception roll. We see Nico. Uh -huh. I want to see more people. Fourteen. Boom. Okay. You see the last two. Yeah. You see Damien and Damien and Luna playing near the edge of the boat, 
where Damien keeps trying to jump into the water. But Luna is able to catch Damien with one of her tails. Santos is watching Damien and Luna from a distance. And he seems seemingly confused by them while also glancing into the palm of his hand. Alright. Here's the plan. Damien and Luna. Santos. Nico. Okay. So let's hit up Damien and Luna. So you walk up to Damien and Luna. You hear the laughter of a child in play as Damien keeps trying to jump into the water and his mom calmly just grabbing him with one of her tails and putting him back down. So just into the ocean on this big boat? Yeah, he's trying to jump into the ocean. Um, can we, uh, can I use my druidity to kind of like convince the boat to make a kiddie pool? Like the boat in the seawater to make a kiddie pool so this child doesn't <laughs> stress me out during this conversation? Yeah, go ahead. thought that was a one. It was not. It was a seven. I felt fear in my heart. Alright, I got a twelve. Okay, yeah, that's enough. You get a, the the bolt kind of opens up to create a three foot diameter um, kitty pool. pool. But it's made completely out of salt water, but it's, it's there. Nice. No sweat. No splinter. Smooth. Alright. So, there you go. Damien yells out, SWEET! As he jumps into the water, face first. And he's just floating there on top of the water. Like, face down in the water? Face down into the water. Is he okay? Can they, can they breathe in the water? Uh, roll perception. Oh wait, roll of investigation, sorry. You can roll again, because I changed the world. Nat 20. <laughs> so as you're investigating, it's because it's a nat 20, it only takes you a few seconds to realize that, oh no, they can't breathe underwater. This this kid is drowning. Oh, um, does, does Luna look like she's gonna pick him up again? She doesn't. Oh. Um, she looks satisfied that he isn't jumping out of the ship. Oh, that she just kind of looks from Luna to Damien and like uses her arm to kind of puff Damien up under his uh, armpit mm-hmm. and like put him against the side, the quote-unquote wall of this kiddie pool. And he's gonna take a deep breath, and he's still trying to like jump face first into the water. I'm, we're not gonna, like, letting the child learn through their own failure on this one is not, not really permissible. So, can we just, throughout the conversation, that she is just kind of watching and keeps huffing him back up, just like, and don't die. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, um. Before you, before you even begin talking, Luna looks at you, it's just like. What is this substance? It's so clear, yet you can move through it. 
Um, it's water. It's salt water. 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 Um, what what exactly was the area you were imprisoned in before? Oh, that was like. water but yeah this is water um and she looks at Damien again uh just in this cycle of continuously <laughs> drowning yeah um typically we can't breathe through it or under it unless you're like a siren or you have like an agreement with a water spirit or something so um Damien, was it? Da Damien's like dying every time he does this. You see, like the look of concern on face. He dies whenever he gets close to water. No, no. Um, and this time she just like lets Damien like stay face down for a little longer, and she points like, "Do you see the bubbles? That's his air traveling up through the water, and since he can't breathe air back in under the water." Um, that's just gone, and I don't know if you- can you live without air? I- I- um, I'm- I'm sorry if that was rude, I'm not sure, but, um, if he runs out of air, typically for us, it's, um, bad. You pass out, and if you go too long, you die, so, um, it just kind of huffs him back up. Let me see Damien take another deep breath, far deeper than the previous ones. <laughs> Um, Luna's just like, so the water's hurting him. And she grabs Damien with her tails and, like, lifts him close to her face and never get into water. Um, the water's not hurting him unless he goes face down. Like, watch. And she just, um, she's not going to take her kid away from him to put him back in water right after she just said never go in water. So Adeshina just kind of, um gets into the kiddie pool and sits down, I guess. This is fine. I could just ask the water to get off of me, right? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're, we're a high-level druid at this point. See? Yeah. Um, as long as I'm not face down in it, I'm, I'm pretty good. And he can learn how to swim. So, that'll help. Swim? moving through the you, you know what um I'll just you're going to Alexandria with us right or did you have any other plans I know you've kind of been imprisoned um but you're welcome to stay with us oh I was just I was just just building my strength because I'm gonna look for Salvatore Salvatore right um well it's, um, the world is a lot different than it was just five years ago, and I can't imagine how different it would be for you now, so it might help to have a base. And we also just have a lot of information. We kind of run a college, so it might help. College? Um, it's a place of learning, like a giant school. 
there's also research and um, we do a lot but basically it's a place of knowledge so maybe we could look into this together and help you because I would be concerned and she looks down at the water that she's realizing she is still sitting in um, she just kind of gets up and <laughs> dusts herself off um, yes uh, I, I wouldn't want you to travel alone when so much is still in flux so to speak You're right, I can't travel when I have a child with me. Here you go, and you see the tails move Damien towards you. And Adeshina um, has not had to hold a baby for a bit. Um, uh, she normally just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Avery, you do it. Yeah, 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 and, um, quick. How, how big is Damien? I'm trying to think of the optics for this. Damien's like five. Damien's five? Yeah. He's over here drowning? This child is five? I can't pick up a five-year-old. My strength is up. I only have one arm. That's not a lot of support. Um, we're going to null orb this. And she just kind of, the null orb has a scoop. Like a little futuristic chair shaped like an egg. And instead of picking up Damien, she just has her set Damien in the calendar. And so you take care of Damien while I look for Salvador. And then when I find Salvador, we'll come back to Damien. Wait, what? I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, what? I, uh, and she just looks from Luna to Damien to Damien to Luna. And, um... So, you are trusting me with your entire child. Is that what you're saying right now? Yeah, it won't be for long. Alright, um, here's, here's, okay, um, so where, uh, okay, where would you be looking for Salvador? Uh, I, I guess everywhere. Where do people usually go when they're lost? Um, Kind of depends on the thing that's lost, I guess. Uh, how about this? Um, you're still regaining your strength, right? And um, normally when someone's lost, you gotta kind of think about where they'd be. Like I said, we have, well, beginnings of a lot of research and stuff back at the college. Why don't we set up there? We can, like, based off of what you remember and what we know of the world as it is now, we might be able to figure out what happened with Salvador. Um, speaking of, uh, how did you, how did you run into my, my friend, Santos? Oh, he found me. He found you? Just, just out of nowhere? No, I, I finished leaving 
a area that I was in. I, I don't know where. It was, it was just surrounded by a lot of forests and it was dark and it was like a giant tower. And as I left, my power just kind of was pushed out of me by like this weird force. Um, and I ended up being transported or like I found myself at a, in this giant like castle thing underneath it. And it was like, I was told it was a lab. Mm. So where we found you was a lab? Yeah. And before that you were in a dark tower that was surrounded by forests. Well, I guess the city that the tower was in was surrounded by a forest. I have a question. I'm putting Asia's putting this together. Um do I have to roll an insight for Adeshina to put this together? Because this is a lot. Uh, I feel like this is like a leap without knowing what I know. Yeah, roll it inside. Wow, insight. I got a 15. So, this is a ancient force that was locked at the bottom of a tower. In the tower, she was surrounded by a glass tube. And it was in a fort. It was the town the tower was in. Was in a forest. There, it only sounds like one place you personally would have known of. Are there really that many pre-war? Were there really that many towers? No. Nice. Narrows it down. All right. Um, just just another quickie question. What did the town look like? It's really nice, but it had these giant walls that separate it from the next forest. Yeah, it also has a giant. And giant walls, because that's where we fled when we first got there. Mm -hmm. um, was there a giant tree? That seemed to hold some sort of importance. You look like at stories. How much? How much of this town did you really get to see? Not a lot of it before I destroyed it. Oh uh, wait, I'm sorry. You destroyed it? No, my power did. Oh, I see. Um, your power was dragged out of you, right? Yeah. And um, do you recall what dragged the power out of you? No. Hmm. Fascinating. Um. Okay. Well, that sounds like another thing for us to look into. But, um. Thank you for letting me know about that. But, um. Yeah. And. While you were in the tube, this is when you met Salvatore? Yeah. 
he'd visit me a lot and like let me out and like talk to me, hang out. And we'd go into the woods. Did he ever tell you where he was from? No, he just said that he was a a druid, but not like any of them there. Alright, well, that is a place to start, at least. Um, I will leave you to it. Do you want, and she, she points to Damien, um, do you want this, you want this child back? For the meantime, because until, um, you decide which way you want to go. Yeah, of course, I can use the sign to say my goodbyes. I'm, I'm sorry, good, and she just looks at, she looks at Damien for his, like, reaction. This is, uh, um, she doesn't know a lot about kids, but it feels like that's not something you should say so cavalier from your kid. This is, like, it's... Damien wants to go into that war. Okay, um, maybe... Will you do me a favor? Will you just promise me not to make any big decisions about going on this journey for Salvador by yourself until you at least see the college and see if we could truly be helpful to you? Sure. I'm gonna roll insight. I don't know this woman. Is she lying? Is she lying to me? Ugh. Ugh. I got a 18. No, she believes what she is saying. Okay, cool. Alright, um, and she lowers, has the Nell Lord lower Damien back into the water. Just, um, if he goes face down and starts blowing bubbles, just pick him back up. He should be fine. As you, as he gets put back in the water, you see him like using his tail to kind of like keep him out of the water, and it's just like just kind of perching his back and just has the tail dipped in. Oh. Well, that sounds like a that that looks like a I've done all I can here. <laughs> Goodbye. So, who you go to next? I'm gonna go to Santos. Hopefully this will be a less stressfully esoteric conversation. Um, as you get closer to Santos, he, so he puts his hand into a pocket. Um, it's been a while. It has. Are you... Okay, I'm sorry we couldn't get to you sooner. I know it must have been unimaginable being stuck wherever you were. Where, where were you stuck? How did you get out?
I killed it. Impressive. Definitely sounds like a story. But I'm not gonna lie to you. After killing him, I realized that there's a certain necessity to the function of Aries. Okay. What is... And Adesha just has her face. She like... She's trying to school her expression. But it's not working very well. And it's just coming off like, sure, there's a necessity to the apocalypse break. But let's hear it, let's hear it out. Um, so sure, and what what necessity is that? It's the final key. Without the final key. What what happened five years ago continuously? Happen. The final key is the final safeguard after a few other things fail. So, it's like if Erebus was the lock to the door, just getting rid of the lock entirely doesn't mean the door is never going to open. It just creates even more of a problem. Yes. So, once Erebus was killed, and she kind of glances down at the hand that she saw him, like, looking at before, um, once Erebus is killed, then what? Once Erebus was killed, there was a brief moment where... Nothing we, everything we prepared for, everything we tried to stop would have been blown aside and Vayner would have just died. Unless. Unless there was a new lock in key. Sorry you ever even had to make that decision. It's fine. But unlike uh, Aravis, I'm not immortal. When I die, someone else needs to become the key. Being the key isn't a hard job. What does being the key... I don't want to assume anything. What does being the key entail exactly? You have to exist, and when the final seals before the key, before the lock is unlocked start faltering, I have to prepare. The key has to be prepared to open up. And if it's the final safeguard... What, what's the difference between 
like having the key be prepared to open up and just not having a key at all if the key just goes ahead and opens it up anyways. Because without the key, we don't know when the other safeguard starts the other. With me in place, with someone else taking my place, eventually, whenever the keys start failing, we can know they start failing, and we can start moving in action. The problem with the last war is that the College of Druids overreached, and they kept Uranus locked up within the College. So, if you are the lock, if you are the key, just like Erebus was a key, does that mean Erebus was just a guy? I don't know He could have been the most advanced sort of Vakone, but I'm not sure. And if the College of Druids had Erebus locked up and she just sort of glances over at Luna and amongst other things but it's gone now even back then five years ago when we, we went to see it all there was was this ooze and it still kind of has those scars of corruption on the land so who knows what else it has and that's the problem on our way over here I real I learned that you are making a new call to druids I hope you're not making the same mistakes that they are well um if you're asking if we have any keys to the apocalypse or ancient deities chained underneath our school, not yet. Um, I'll be sure to put that for a vote for the council. Um, next week. Do you remember what we went through in the void? I could never forget it. The problem Angelo, what I've learned about the previous College of Druids, Angelo and his dalliances with the Void are nothing with what they were trying to do. How did you find out what they were trying to do? And also, what were they trying to do? Did Erebus tell you while y'all were fighting in this pocket dimension? No, Salvador told me. I'm sorry, Salvador told you. When did you see Salvador? I... You see him, like, kind of, like, ripping the side of his head. I don't know. Anytime I try to think of Salvador, the closest thing I get... To when I try to think of is to tell you that he's dead. But I have glimpses of conversations I don't remember having. But I 
you like they did. And... This wouldn't just be an offshoot of... You know... What happened in the void all those years ago? Like, these can be conversations that Angelo had before y'all split. I, I don't think so. I thought we would really just have to look into him for Luna's sake, but this is more involved than I expected. And I don't trust that he's dead. If you can't even remember how you met him or when you spoke to him or any other information, who's to say that's not just a plant? So do you think Salvador's the new threat on the horizon? Not a threat, but definitely a large puzzle piece, it seems like. Hmm. Come here for a second. We're going to examine him. Mm -hmm. um, once we get back, if Avery's still home, we can have her do a more thorough physical checkup, but at least I can look at you in my human senses. So then a definite voice, not the Asian voice. We get it. Yay! I got an unnatural twenty. Okay. So as you look at your druid senses. Oh wait, twenty-one. Oh. Even better. As you look in your with your druid senses, you see Santos as Santos everywhere except his hands. There's something darker there. Let me see your hand. No. Santos, I'm already seeing it with spirit vision. Just take it out of your pocket. No. Santos, um, I've already seen an amalgamation of someone who tried to kill me once wearing my arm and the arms and torsos of people I don't even know. If you took this dude's hand and, like, sewed it onto yours, I think I can handle it. I didn't do that. That's gross. I left to the dude who still has my arm. Anyways, then what did you do? Well... I'm assuming you didn't have much choice, but... It's just gonna cause you to needlessly worry. And you don't think I'm going to needlessly worry if you don't show me it. If anything, I'm gonna worry even more, because I don't know what we're contending with. Show me the hand. Real, uh, persuasion. I got an 18. Ha, I got a 19. <laughs> Five. If, if he takes his hands out of his pockets and he shows them to you, and there are eyes in the middle of his palms. Like both of them? And both of them. But only one hand eye palm looks freaky, right? No. Uh, or they're they... both freaky hand eye palm things. But they both have dark energy? Yeah. Oh. 
Well. Roll Constitution. Okay. You know what I just found out, well, realized today? What? Constitution is like my, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Constitution is my highest stat, but it doesn't matter when you roll a two. Alright, I got a six. Okay. Constitution plus. <laughs> no, no, it's a six. And in the foundations of your very being, you hear, I see you, dragon. Yeah, put those away. <laughs> and as, as you hear that voice rock your very core, you are transported up to mentally. Transported up to the edge of the world. And you see a shadow fighting back this giant wave of, like, draconic monsters and beasts coming at them. As you see these two giant eyes look past the warrior and at you. And then in a second you're brought back to where you are. I feel like the sentence if you look into my hand eyes like you're gonna take unfathomable damage similar to that of the void would have been a sentence I would have trusted and she, she's saying this to Santos she's like I, I, I would have just believed you Vano sees through So it doesn't. Does the does the fabric of pants really stop that? Is that is I I having a hard <laughs> time believing that's simplest solution. Like for real, Vano of all things. If we just wrap your hands up, it, it's just done. Yeah, it's only a window. So we can wrap your hands up. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what happens if we wrap your hands up and then we put certain rooms if you can do anything to affect. You can't let me know about this. How come? She's just a young druid. Yeah. With a propensity to make very experimental so if we even start with the sentence, let's wrap something around your hands, runes will make their way onto them. And I don't feel like babysitting your hands. She's capable, but um... Let's not let her know about this. In the meantime, um... She takes some bandages out of her pack and hands them to Santos. Take care of that. They're wrapping up the bandages and you you hear you still hear like a fighting tapping as he's like wrapping the bandages. Does that hurt? No. Did, did the eyeballs hurt at all? No, not at all. So if I poke you in the hand eyeballs. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, 
You do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it before. You're saying you've never made a fist and accidentally uh. poked yourself in the hand eyeballs? Uh-uh. This is... No, not once. I can't believe this is an experiment we have to run. Um, let's not do this on a ship. We'll... We'll wait, um... We'll wait. Touches the center of the eye. Well, now you broke the window, so... Uh, Vado can just walk in. It's an eyeball. That doesn't... You would think that having a bandage wrapped around the eyeball would, like... Should we get him some contact lenses or something? <laughs> no. Some caps? Ugh. Alright, um, maybe I should just sort of shutters, and it's just like, okay. Is that... God, I heard him. I'm still hearing him. Is that it? Is that... Please. Do we have... So how did you find Luna? Or is that part of the, uh, mental blockage you got? It's... I don't remember. Well, that answers that, which answers nothing. Um, not your fault. But... He looks at him. Where are you planning to do after this? I guess to help with the college. You're welcome with us as long as you choose. Um... I guess there's a lot to catch up on. We'll take care of that later. I gotta... Uh, kind of looks at his hand on his hand. I gotta take a break. And as you walk away from Santos, and you're about to head to Nico, you realize that you are arriving at the docks. No! Nico! <laughs> Nico! Uh, would you like to go talk to Nico? You don't have much time. Yeah! We're talking with Nico! Um, on the way to Nico, I want to look at Luna and make it clear, like, hey, um, I'll give you the grand tour. Don't go off without me just yet. Okay. So Nico sees you, and he starts putting up the letter in his hand. Hello. Your business is your business. But, are you alright? Yes. Anything concerning? It, it could be. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. Right, uh, we're gonna... You here I put the letter up, huh? Who's yeah. it from? Your business, your business, I say, as I start asking a lot of questions. It's from my sister. Star Santana. Santana. Why would... What about that way? She's personally inviting me to her wedding. Oh. Honestly, um... I completely forgot that was happening. Well... She looks over, she kind of gestures the rest of the ship. Probably the least stressful thing that's happening on our end of things. Why are you worried? She wants to do a family portrait. Mm. 
and how do you feel about that? I don't think I'm the most well-liked person. So I don't I don't see this going well. Santana herself invited you, right? Yes. Well, that means she's got to stand up for her decision. And I'm not going to tell you it's going to go well, but do you feel like it's something worth doing? She wants me to hang out with her husband. And I don't know this one. Remus? Yeah, she wants me, she wants me to be a, as she said, a functioning member of this family. Ah. Well. How's your sword fighting coming along? Well enough. That's a start. Um. I've known Remus for a while, so if you need any help on that front, or you just need a social buffer. I, I know it's probably not what Santana had in mind, but I'm willing to spend the time, as long as, you know, the apocalypse doesn't happen, or something of equal concern. But then I guess we won't have a lot of time for sword fighting. Practice your sword fighting. Practice sparring. I feel like Remus is the kind of guy where that, that's, if nothing else, it's a start. So you actually think it's worth it to go? To have a relationship with a family I tried to kill five years ago? I'm not going to lie to you, Nico. I I don't know a lot about familial relationships. I haven't even really tried to look for my family since everything happened. Whatever that says about me. So I think that this is going to have to be a decision that you make from your judgment, but Santana wrote you a letter asking you to be a part of the family. However sincere you think that is, whatever you think her motives are, whatever you think her feelings are, you have to decide how you want to deal with that. But whatever you decide, I'll have your back for it. Okay. We should really be getting off the loads. He says as he looks around. Is everyone else off the boat already? Everyone's heading off the boat. Alright, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Um, keep, an, keep an eye out for uh, Luna and Damien. They seem like they're new to the island. And they're new to the world. They could use a little bit of that. Yeah, I've already had uh, I've already had Rita make uh, explosive runes for me, and I've already put them in their packs. 
you put explosive runes in their packs yeah. for you to detonate or them to detonate? It's just a contingency. I understand contingencies, but at the same time, remind me. takes a deep breath. Just remember, these are people we want on our side. Make sure your contingencies are subtle, at least. Subtle. I just had to save Damien from repeatedly trying to drown himself. When I say they need guidance, I mean these are really people we could probably talk to, at least. Make sure they don't fall into construction on the new city sites or something. We want them to stay with us. Will do. Right. Well, let's go tell the Emperor <laughs> about this. As you reach the dock of Alexandria, you see a city on the rise. Buildings of make and models you have never seen before. The rising above the city as a spiral stone road is built into the city. You start seeing skyscrapers and these large like stone buildings um, you are met by Ambrose and Avery who are waiting at the docks for your arrival Ambrose growing to the height of his father Gilgamesh but not quite the mountain of a man standing at 6'4 he now stands above Avery a regal stance still ever present on his form as he is clad in an intricate rune lined blue tunic and he sits within a prominent white cloak over his shoulders. His blue eyes steely as he looks over your companions, but softens as he locks them on you. A small smirk makes their way onto, makes its way onto their face as a scruffy beard seems to rid the face of some of his boyish charm. But noticeably, not all. Avery has a wicked grin on their face and a bit more scars lining their arms. But their power, strength, and confidence radiates off of them like the sun. They are clad in a white tank top and white shorts as they are covered in grime and dirt. You can only believe that they have been helping build the city with their bare hands. Their hair is no longer in their long treads, but instead a cropped, curly hair cell that only goes to their neck. No longer covering the prominent horn scars that were carved into their head as a baby. Scars that make Avery seem even more powerful, as if they accepted every flaw that they have, and has only made them stronger for it. Both of them welcome you back to the city. Ambrose looks down at you. Welcome back, Adeshina. Adeshina almost can't... As they're like walking up to each other, she almost can't help but breathe a sigh of relief. Because once they're back here, she knows that these are people she trusts to figure something out. Hey Ambrose, we found Santos and we may be having additional guests. I see that. 
Let's talk in my office. And he opens up a part. Specifically his private. Oh, okay. History. His private. I was like, we have the same office, sir. What do you do? <laughs> um, he opens up a portal and he gestures for everyone to walk through. Yeah, um, that's a glance. She keeps checking on Luna and Damien. She lets everyone else go through before, like, she follows them in. Um, you're swooped up in a giant hug from Avery. Hey, Avery. She's being crushed, but it's fine. We've, we've learned to deal with, uh, contact, especially from Avery. We have a lot to talk about, little one. God, even with the horns, I have nothing on you giants. And then um, Avery kind of takes you from the like hug position, and it kind of carries you like a sack of potatoes underneath her arm. You really don't have to do this, Avery. Who's your friends? Oh, uh... She gestures, or at least tries to. She kind of just, like, points with her head. This is Luna and her son, Damien. And you remember Santos. Hopefully. See Avery studying Santos? You get the feeling that they don't remember Santos. But you see them cover up that surprise? You're like, yeah, of course, Santos. What's yes. up, buddy? My teammate Santos. <laughs> and I just tried to subtly give more information. Yes, my teammate Santos. Um, back from the peace tournaments. Who made up my team replacing Mars Mech and Angelo with Santos and Valor. Base ring a bell at least. The god of trickery was on your team. You see, we, you see Santos kind of stiffen up. No, no, trickery. Not, not. There's, I have to catch you up on a lot. There's been a lot of divinity going around lately. Um, I, she like looks at uh, Avery and kind of like whispers like. Hey, I was, uh, I was gonna, we, we gotta break the news of Angelo's godhood a little bit more, uh, I think gently here, I was gonna do it probably not with everyone, just kind of a one-on-one -on -one thing, so, and he doesn't know that there's, like, a wife and kid, so, it's also, he also doesn't know that he's, might be related to royalty, there's a lot he doesn't know, let me just talk to him before we spring up. <laughs> There's a lot going through, like he's a clone, so technically I guess that also makes him Santana's brother as well. I don't... And then there's the wedding. Did you get that invitation? It was... I could strangle Xavier, honestly. I would get another hand just to do that. About that. And then you look through the portal. And you see a pregnant Xavier waving at you. Adeshina! Close the portal. Ambrose, you look great. close the portal. Ambrose size, I would, but it's 
this meeting has to be brief because it's now the first day of the peace tournament. And that's where we're going to end the episode for today.